Hello. Hey, what's up? Um, I'm just grateful to have like human interaction because now that I'm a dog mum, mm. I actually feel like I'm going crazy. She looks so, so yeah. cute though. She she's the cutest. Can I just say thank you for appreciating the pictures I've got of her because some people have been incredibly sarcastic, rude, and just downright shameful. Like, oh Why? my god, you got a Dalmatian. I didn't even know. Because like not like you've posted like six pictures of her. Or like they've messaged my boyfriend saying things like, Oh, Karis is hammering it with the dog. Shut up. That's so annoying. Honestly, do I complain when I see your ugly ass selfies on my feet yeah. all the time? No, I do not. But now maybe I will start. No. You have a daughter now. The, you should put her exactly, everywhere. Exactly. Like, what is wrong? Like, I'm bringing joy to people's lives. Like, come on. Definitely bring joy. Yeah, dog mum life is hard. <laughs> I'm so sleep deprived. Yeah. That I generally, I don't know what I'm doing half the time. But it's the best thing I've ever done, and I absolutely love her so much. She's so like, cute. She's just perfect. Mm. I just, I don't know how I'm gonna, ever gonna leave her. It's gonna be hard. You don't have to. Don't go to work and stuff. Not like yeah. Okay. I was like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? This is why I admire people who foster dogs so much. Because ah. how could you give them back? Yeah. No, that's true. You know what I mean? I get attached to everything, so I couldn't imagine getting attached I'm to a pup and then having to give it up. Yeah. Oh, but I'm the same. I like get a pen and I like it, and then if I lose yes. it, I get a little bit upset. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hairbands. Hairbands is a big one. Hairbands. Um eyebrow tweezers i had the best eyebrow tweezers when i was in sixth form and yeah. i have no idea where they've gone but honestly i will never again find a pair like it just want to put that out there and i think i bought them from a sex shop with my friends <laughs> and my friends were <laughs> like dildos and i walked out with the eyebrow tweezers that's just like the best story kind of teenager i was yeah. in essex so yeah anyway how have you been what have you been up to you i've the been film good festival? yes i was wanting at a film festival it was a latin american film festival um there were a lot of cool things on um, it was like Ladylike and Unfamiliar and this other film that I don't remember the name of but it was something like Pay Me Pay Me My Money or whatever and it was like this feminist piece about this woman wanting her money and it was all super artsy like there was a mariachi band on, on opening night and I, I've never seen a mariachi band like in oh my god yeah like in real life and it was so cool and so vibrant and just um, it was really nice everyone was really nice too everyone sort of liked the same thing um I've been having a good time. Busy, but good. good time. So, like, you're filling up your unemployment, which is good. Yeah, yeah, and I've got um, two interviews next week, so let's see how they Exciting. go. Exciting. Mm. It's all good. It's all good. What's happening? Well, we've got a multitude of film news to talk about this week. We're going to do a bit, a bit of a special on the finales of Big Little Lies and also do a little bit of a recap of Stranger Things. Um and but we're going to talk about some film news so obviously the biggest film news probably the last two weeks is what happened at comic-con in regards to marvel yeah so obviously since um endgame and spider-man it's been a little bit quiet and people have been a little bit unsure and some people have even said like oh it must be the end and then bam we get hit with this announcement and it was not the announcement i was expecting what about you i don't know what i was expecting so I well, don't. I was what were you expecting? Yeah. Like Black Panther two. Uh, ah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I mean, we'd heard about these TV shows. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. Were you underwhelmed? Overwhelmed? <laughs> Can you ever just be whelmed? Can you? Um, <laughs> I was gonna say. I was like, I was just. I was just whelmed. 
I was, uh, I mean, it's different. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of diversity, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. Um, most exciting news is probably that we're going to get a Thor 4, which mm. still seems such a tongue teaser to say. Thor 4, yeah. Um, and, of course, Natalie Portman is going to be the female Thor. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited that she's coming back. Yeah. I mean, I was thrilled so that she exciting. was going to be an endgame, and then it was not really anything to be thrilled about. Yeah, it? no. She's so I'm cool. excited about it. And obviously it's Taika Waititi again, so you must be excited as well. So excited. Oh, I'm so glad that you got, they got him back for the fourth one. It, it just looks fun. Um, and then, of course, you've got Doctor Strange 2, which I don't think anyone really wanted. <clears throat> no, I forget that Doctor Strange is even a thing until someone mentions it. It still remains the only Marvel film I've not seen. Yeah, not missing much, so... That's mm. that's what everyone tells me, yeah. so I'm just like, I can't be bothered. But, I mean, um, they're going to trick me here, because I think that Scarlet Witch is in it, isn't she? Is she? I think so. Oh, I didn't I'm know that. I'm pretty sure she is. Oh, that's really annoying, because then I'm going to well, definitely what watch told, it. I know, because I'm definitely going to have to watch it. Yeah. Elizabeth. I mean, rude. <laughs> um, what I've been told is that she it's going to be like a horror film. Ah. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how far they could take it as a horror film. Yeah. The audience is young. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be Doctor Strange 2. Um, you've got the Eternals. Yeah. So, is the Eternals, it's a film, right? It's not, and it's going to follow Black Widow. Yes. Okay, so Black, fine. This was what I was thinking, because obviously they haven't really confirmed slash denied if Black Widow is taking place in the present or the future, or obviously the future. It's not going to take much of your day. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, or obviously a prequel. Yeah. Because, she, well, I think we can safely say this now. She dead. Yeah. Um, so dead. So. I feel like yeah, it's going to be a prequel sure. thing. Maybe. Mm, I think I so. I mean, it's it comes out after you've got... I don't know, but it, this I'm not too familiar with Eternals. To no, be quite fair. No, I know who the um, cast is, and that's about it. So I don't know. No, anything else I don't know. That. But obviously, the cast is interesting. Yeah, I mean, Angelina Jolie, I think, is a big game changer. Really, I think so. Could be big. So that's going to be exciting. Be and then big. Richard Madden. Yeah, which feels random, but I'm into it. Yeah, I, I think that because I still think like he's a little boy from like the UK, and then I remember that he was in like one of the biggest TV shows <laughs> of all time, yeah. and it was still good. And he was in The Bodyguard, yeah. which was really really popular. Aside from the um, Islamophobia, <laughs> um, you've got Kamal Ninjani, who I for some reason I thought he was already in the MCU. Yeah, but I think I don't know why. He's not though. No, he's, well, he obviously can't be. They've he's invited not. him into it. Yeah, no, no, he's not. But no, I wonder who you got him confused for. That's interesting. And then you've got Brian, uh, Brian Tyree Henry as well, my best we friend. Love, we love him and Salma Hayek too. Yes. So yeah, so that's um, that's different. Uh, female director. Yes, very exciting. So, you know, and a Chinese American female director as well. Yes. So ticking many boxes here. Um, you have also got. I'm just going on here. Mm-hmm. Sorry, there's just so much to cover. I'm just struggling to. I couldn't to, remember it all to, if I tried. Honestly, I'm just so much yeah, creeping. I'm just trying to get to the list that I had. Um, basically, there's a lot, and then obviously you have the Disney Plus TV series that are coming out. So we've got one on Hawkeye, which again I don't really think is 
needed? Does anyone want a series on Hawkeye? No, no. I think is it just to keep Jen- Jeremy Renner employed? I think it's because they're going to introduce Kate Bishop, aren't they? This is what I've heard. Sorry, apologies. That is right. Mm. That is right. So I think that's probably where the appeal is. I think that's probably what's what, what's keeping people hooked. Perhaps so. Then you've got a One Division, which I still think the name is brilliant. <laughs> it, it's just it just sounds like a TV that you would buy in the eighties. In the eighties, like a really cheesy yeah. like, opening theme tune, like One Division. Yes. I just, I just well, and then obviously you've got the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Again, confused about the timeline of that one because technically he's now Captain America. But I don't know, maybe it will cover that and season two will be Yeah. Captain America I think, and Winter Soldier. I think that's the one I'm probably most interested in or that I would watch first. That's the only reason that I am getting Disney Plus for <laughs> Sebastian Stan yeah. as the Winter Soldier. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> I mean, come on. He's so cool. um, Obviously, the Black Widow film announced that the whole cast, mm-hmm. you've got um, Florence Poe, who is just everyone's new favourite dreamboat, yeah. to be honest, which is exciting, um, and Hopper from Stranger Things. I know. I'm so happy which, for him. Which we will touch on later, because, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff happened. And then, just when you think it wasn't enough, they only got announced that... <laughs> There's a new blade. Oh, it's like <laughs> and the best thing. Harley. So oh my god! So, oh yes, and I'm curious, like, what kind of dynamic they're going to do this blade in? Because I don't know. About, I mean, I love the old blade films. Mm. I think they're cheesy. I think they're funny. I think they're a little bit scary. They're slick. So this is going to be cool. I'm excited for this. It's going to be so cool. I'm really excited about um, that other one too. Is it Shang Chi and the? Is it like Legend of the Ten Rings or something like that? I may have just. I believe so. And so this is like the full-on first yes. Asian lead Marvel film. So it's it's so exciting. It's I mean, I think so they've exciting. done well to kind of build it up to announce it in the way they are announcing it. Mm. And I'm kind of glad it's not the same old characters. I'm kind of glad that we've not been told, you know, oh, it's going to be. I mean, I would like to know more about Black Panther 2. I'd like to know more about where Spider-Man is going. But, you know, it's good. Let's get some new characters in. Let's get some new actors in. So, yeah. Okay, so the full five that they announced film-wise were, of course, Black Widow, The Eternals, Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and Thor, Love and Thunder, which sounds a lot better than Thor 4. Yeah, so much better. Um, So, yeah, it's... uh, a lot happening. The multiverse of madness. I think it's going to be a bit of a... Because obviously the multiverse is when yeah. you just like little... Jumpy stuff. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> I just always think of Paul Rudd doing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so oh. when he does that. So maybe it's like a little bit of a... That's I'm not sure. I don't know, but Elizabeth Olsen is definitely in it. So we may have to... Yeah, going um, to that. Gonna have to watch it. For sure. Okay, second piece of film news I want to talk about is, did you ever watch Homecoming on Amazon Prime? Yes, I loved it. You loved it? Yeah. Well, they've announced that Jeanette Janelle Monet is going to be taking over the lead role of season two. Very exciting. Very exciting. I really love this show. If you're not watching it, you need to because it's just so it's elegant and just... It's, I love the pacing of it and I was on the edge of my seat watching a lot of it and I think the way it's shot and edited is really really clever and I feel like if it was on HBO more people would be talking about it oh for sure yeah I'm interested to see what they do with season 2 now like how different is it going to be well is it going to be a different story would you say are they going to like an an, an I feel I feel like they will 
But I'm going to miss, if if Stephen James doesn't come back, I'm going to miss Stephen James. Oh, God, yeah. It just seems like anthologies are, like, the thing that everyone yeah. seems to be doing in television. I mean, I think the, the haunting at the... I always get the name of this wrong, I'm sorry. The haunting... The haunting of Hill House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I end up saying, like, the haunting at the top of the Hill House, perhaps, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, but I think they have turned that into an anthology as yeah. well, haven't they? Yeah, I heard. I'm into it. I don't hate it. No, I'm, I'm, I think it's a good way to keep actors and directors together yeah. in the same kind of... I mean, look at Ryan Murphy. He's got, like, a whole Murphyverse yeah, going does, on, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, he does. So I'm excited. Yeah. It'll be cool. I'm excited. Um, let's jump on to the top ten. I just want to say, if you hear, like, a chewing noise, like a like a weird sound, Car is literally next to me eating some lamb trap. Um, not really my uh, not taste, your thing, but no. she seems to absolutely love it. So I'm gonna let her crack on, and then her dad come back, come back, and clean up the mess she's made. So good for you, little girl. Um, okay, are you ready for the top ten? Ready for the top ten? Ready for the top ten? Um, I just want to jump in at number thirteen mm-hmm. as it's um, Midsummer. Oh, okay. Now, so I've still not seen it, but I know you have. Oh, I had the pleasure. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I'm not a massive fan of Ari Aster. Mm-hmm. Who I thought was a woman. <laughs> Who you thought was a woman. <laughs> I didn't love Hereditary. Yeah. I felt like I was alone with this because the world seemed to love it. Um, and I thought Midsummer, I'm going to go in with an open perspective. I love Florence Poe. Yeah. And I'm, I like folk, folk culty films, which is why I made my own, which they clearly based their film off of. <laughs> and... I, you know, I thought, okay, let's do this. It was so fucking shit. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Nothing even happened. It was two and a half hours of nothingness. It's a two and a half hour movie. It's two and a half hours long. Wow. You don't need horrors that are two and Mm. a half hours long. Okay, stick to the 90 minute formula. Come on. Um,. I know that someone's probably listened to this and thinking, but you like this film and that's that long. I don't care. I'm very <laughs> sick to pride right now. Yeah, it just didn't have any essence of actual storyline for me. It just kind of felt like there was there was a lot of characters that you didn't really learn much about to really miss them when they were gone, which isn't really a spoiler because it's a horror film and people yeah. are going to die. Yeah. And I just felt like it was, I don't know, over-sensationalised, over-saturated. It mm. was just was not a fan and it was just at the end I was kind of just like what why did I waste my time with that I really did you can watch Foxhole and then have two hours to yourself to do whatever you want so just throw it out there guys just watch what Foxhole yeah just watch Foxhole no no you eat your bone you do not eat my headphones okay at number 10 it is Aladdin this is still in the top 10 and I've still not seen it no me neither no, are you going to? I feel like at this stage I'm curious to just see if it's as bad as I think it is. I think I'm going to wait for it to come on Sky Cinema. And it definitely will, won't it? Yeah, for sure. Sky Store. Yeah. We can watch that together. Yeah. And number nine, still in the top ten, is Casino Royale. They need to... St- like, I just... I didn't realise Secret Cinema was really, like, bumping things up into the top ten like oh, this. crazy. I, yeah, I really thought I mean, it. It made four million since it's been back in for seven weeks that's that's insane that's insane people know there's dvds out there right (laughs) like come on 
Uh, number eight, it's the current war. We touched briefly on this last week with Courtney. Yes. This is about the big fight between Alexander Bell and Michael Shannon, and it just looks so freaking dull. <laughs> did you say Alexander Bell and Michael Shannon? Yes. I, it's because I can't remember who Michael Shannon plays. Michael Shannon might even, in fact, play Alexander Bell. I know very little about this movie. So I was like, in my head, I had an image of, like, bearded Alexander Graham Bell and Michael Shannon beating each other up. And for a second, I was like, I need to watch this film. Michael Shannon plays... George West- Westinghouse. You okay, little girl? Where are you going? Where are you going? Oh, dear, she's had a pee on the carpet. Oh, no! <laughs> okay it's okay it happens it's fine don't worry it's fine go on go back to your toy it's okay it's okay it's okay welcome to mum life that's fine she's so cute you just had a wee that's so weird okay (laughs) this is the new running theme of the podcast um what will Cara do okay she's uh she's playing now that's fine um what was I going to say? I just completely forgot. Michael Shannon <laughs> plays George Westinghouse. Michael Shannon plays George Westinghouse. <laughs> She's ran behind the sofa. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think she's going to bed. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't really have much to say on this film. That's cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's just knocked over a uh, vase of fake flowers. Oh. Um, are you having a mad half hour? Is this where you've decided to plan it now? Oh God, wait! I think I'm gonna. No, she's okay. She's 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 running. She's fine. Okay, I think I'm gonna have to take her out to the toilet. One second. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Don't go pause ahead. it. It's fine. I'm done. Okay, we are back. It's really badly thundering outside. It's what? Sorry, thundering. It's, yeah, is that a word? Thundering. It is now. It is now. Yeah. We are back. Cara has relieved herself in the appropriate uh, environment. And uh, we shall carry on with the podcast. At number seven. <laughs> At number seven. It's Annabelle Comes Home. So I spoke about this last week. Mm-hmm. I was not impressed at all. Uh, so probably you won't be watching any more of the Annabelle films. At number... What are you doing now, Cara? <laughs> what are you doing now? Come on. Come on. Settle down. Come on. Where's your toys? Come on. Come on. No, don't eat the... Don't eat that. That's not yours. That's mine. Come here. Good girl. Oh, this is going as well as I thought it would. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, at number six is Horrible Histories, the movie Rotten Romans. This has been given terror... Terror... I can't even... Terror reviews? Terrera, Terrera reviews. That's a Arsenal player, Terrera. <laughs> this has been given terrible reviews, okay. which is a bit of a shame because did you read the books when you were younger? No, but I watched the show. I wa- used to watch Horrible <gasps> yeah. Histories. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, it is, it is what it is. Oh man. And number five, it is yesterday. What are you doing? That is not your toy. That is the Sky Remote. Come on, give it back. Good girl. Where's your cuddly toys? That's my headphones. Oh, that's my headphones. <laughs> People who've never listened to pod- podcasts before are going to be like, what the hell is what this What is happening? 
This is meant to be film conversation, and this is just a talk. <laughs> come on, come on. What's this? What's this? What's this? Come on. What's this? Where's the Where's the lion? Where's the lion? Where's the lion? Where's the lion, Carla? Where's the lion? Oh, where's the lion? Where's the lion? Where's the lion? Someone find the lion. Um. And number five, it is yesterday. I've still not seen this. Um, I really need to. I feel like all this show is lately is me saying, oh, I still haven't seen this. I still haven't seen this. You're a mum now. It's know, not I'm easy. I'm not going to be able to go to the cinema again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to quit the show. Oh, no. Oh, man. At number four, it's event cinema. It's Shall We Dance? We don't watch these, do we? No. So we can just skip over that. At number three, it's Spider-Man Far From Home. I loved it. So you've seen it. Okay, share with us your review because, shockingly, I haven't seen it. <laughs> okay, so what did I think? So I went in thinking it was going to be... Like, it was going to be good, but I didn't go in with sort of, like, Avengers-like expectations. But no. I was... And I think a lot of people did, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, but it was really, really good. Like, it was funny, it was heartwarming, it was, like... There's this one sequence, I'm not going to spoil it if you've not seen it, but, you know, if you have seen it, you know which illusion sequence I'm talking about illusion sequence. yeah it was so well done like it was like edge of your seat goosebumps kind of illusion sequence um i hope you agree with me people who are listening okay um but yeah no really enjoyed it i thought tom holland was great i thought jay gyllenhaal was great um yeah definitely recommend if if you can see it you know now that you're a mum <laughs> oh, yeah how was zendaya zendaya oh, she is so cool i just want to be her um, oh, this is good. She did a great job as MJ. And I'm really glad... I mean, I never doubted that she'd do a good job as MJ, but I'm really glad that it worked for her just because people gave her so much shit for being... This is a, It's such a shit situation. Uh, to be, oh, my God, she's just had lightning. Oh, God, it's all happening today. The puppies <laughs> everywhere. The weather's going crazy. I'm just trying to record a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's ridiculous how much people were, like, angry about MJ. Like, there's been two... I mean, there, there was an MJ in the Andrew Garfield sequence, but they cut her out. It was Shailene Woodley. Shailene Woodley, it was, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you've had two MJs. Like, freaking, how many more white women do you want? Come on. Drives me crazy. Was... Uh, I am excited to see it, though. Mm. So, I've thankfully not seen any spoilers okay, as of good. yet. So, um, yeah, I don't know how. I mean, it's been out for a month now. Um, but I will see it soon because obviously I am that kind of girl that loves Marvel. Yeah. As a film Twitter. This is what made me laugh though because on Twitter when like the whole like the Sundance, not Sundance, sorry. God, I'm so tired. <laughs> um, the San Diego Comic Con yeah. was announced. There was people like, oh my God, we should just get rid of superhero films. Why do we keep making superhero films? Mm-mm-mm. It's not a genre. It's like it's just how it is. Like there's so much great literature out there from comic books. Why can't we carry on making superhero films? People yeah. enjoy them. They're not harming anyone. Well, no. I hope not. Anyway, no. I just I don't get what the big. Do you agree, Cara? You do, don't you? You saw mummy flailing her arms around you. Like what's going on? I'm getting angry. This is what it's like, Cara. Um, where was I? Number two is two, two story four. Number two is two. Stupid this week. My brain is mush. Oh my god. You should have done the show on your own. Wow. Okay. Number two is Toy Story 4. That I also watched. You have seen this too? Why are you yeah. having a good time? I've, yeah, this is what happens when you don't have a job. <laughs> 
Um, oh, don't tell me. <laughs> no. But no, it was... Free. I So I love the Toy Story movies, so I feel like even if it was a bad movie, I was I, I just I would see past it. But I really enjoyed it. We get um, Bo Peep back, and it... It it it's just fun and I mean and there are definitely parts that tracked but it just makes me feel like I'm four years old again and watching it on TV so I yeah. lo- I loved it and and they started the film off with you got a friend in me so it felt like very nostalgic oh. and it felt oh God, yeah were you crying already oh fully they, oh yeah gosh. but it was definitely one of those like that I think they're very clear because I think it is the last one and the way that they sort of filmed it I don't think that they'll be bringing it back at least not any time in the near future in the same way that it has been and I think they were very aware of that when they were making it. I think that was a big hesitation wasn't it yeah I I mean age-wise I think Toy Story 3 came out with like me and my friends were going to university so it did kind of feel like it's fitted in relevance wise but um yeah it's I mean it's why not make more of them if they're going to be good and decent? That's the thing. As long as the quality's there, there shouldn't really be a problem. I mean, we'd all have, like, 20 seasons of The Sopranos and 20 seasons of yeah. Mad Men if we knew the quality was going to be great. And at least two seasons of Tuco and Bertie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pissed off. Right. Doesn't even cut it. How can you carry on making shows like the fucking the society or whatever that whatever that shit is or <laughs> what else is awful riverdale i shouldn't people who like riverdale scare me i know very very intense. Cult. Um, it sucks because it was so original and it dealt with so many great issues it dealt with sexual harassment it dealt with childhood trauma it dealt with female friendship which we don't freaking see yeah. on television yeah. enough and not only that, but Tiffany Haddish and bloody Ali Wong, like, as the leads. When are you ever going to get that diversity? I just, just... No, not the coffee table. I know you're angry about Tuca and Bertie as well, but you don't have to destroy the furniture, Carl. Oh, I was so mad about it. And I just, I think I just assumed it was going to get a second season. Like, I just thought it was a given. Because the, the quality yeah. was good. I mean, I said, I was talking to a friend about this, and she said, like, yeah, but not a lot of people I knew watched it. And I thought, oh, yeah, okay, fair enough. But then, not a lot of people I know at the start, that's the Sky Remote again. You're not going to, no, well, you're not putting Tuka Cliberti on, Cara. I'm sorry. We have to accept it as gone. Not a lot of people watch Bojack Horseman at the beginning, mm. and that's ridiculously successful now. I mean, it's a fantastic show. Cara, no, <laughs> I know it's very sad. Tuka and Bertie are gone, but we have to just move on with our lives. Where's your toy? Come on, what's this? What's this? Where have you hidden your chew? Oh my god, the teeth are like razor blades. She's like a vampire. <laughs> come here, come here, come here. And at number one, it is The Lion King, which I have not seen I, yet. I actually, ouch, I actually. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> actually re-watched The Lion King um, yesterday yeah. when I was looking after this little menace and um, oh my god it's such a good film it's and so oh my good. god Jeremy Irons is... no stop it you're going to break them stop I think I've got need to just take a pause and deal mm-hmm. with my daughter right. come on where's your chew where is it I'm going to hide it where is it where is it okay I'll keep it busy for two minutes Yes, The Lion King. I rewatched it and oh my god, I forgot how great it was. And like, I swear, like Whoopi Goldberg's hyena, because it is Whoopi Goldberg, isn't it? I think so. I'm pretty sure. Um, but she was she was funny. The whole thing was just so funny. And um, I just kind of thought to myself, like, do we need do we need these? 
don't know. I definitely want to watch it, but I am... Down. I am a little bit... I don't know what the word is. Cautious, or... I don't know what my expectations are, if I have any expectations that are as high as... I don't know, it's just because it comes from... We grew up with The Lion King, it was such a thing, and, and I guess... I think I'm going to be a little bit worried until I actually watch the film that it's just going to kind of not hit the mark that I wanted to. That said, Beyonce is in this movie and I doubt she would ever do something that was a dud. So... One moment, so sorry. She makes me so happy. No, it's fine. <laughs> I bought her all these toys, and the only thing that keeps her car right now is an egg box. Don't they say the same thing about kids, though, that they won't play with the toys, they'll play with the box that came in? Yes, so she plays with an egg box and what did she have earlier? Some Tupperware <laughs> <laughs> and an empty toilet roll tube. Um, the Beyonce factor probably holds it together. I think if Beyonce wasn't in it, the film probably wouldn't be receiving as much traction as it is. Mm. Um, I mean, I don't know if that's true, but I do think that she kind of carries a, a big weight off, I don't know, relevance almost Yeah, a piece like this. And the album's Just so good. Yes, it's good. It's ridiculous. Any new... Cara! Cara, come here! Cara! Come on, good girl. Stay near mummy. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. I know. Good girl. Um... <laughs> <laughs> this has been my favourite episode that we've I'm ever doing, done. I'm doing... <laughs> I feel like this is one of the... You know when the people do their YouTube videos where they get really drunk yep. and do things? <laughs> I generally feel drunk right now because I'm that... Cara! <laughs> Cara! <laughs> Come on! In that case... Come on! Oh my gosh... Do you not fancy a nap now? No? Cara! Come on, nap nap. Right, I'm gonna close the door to keep her in one second. Okay. There we go, all right. At least now I don't have to worry about Simba eating. Okay, right. Let <laughs> me actually take this seriously now. Okay, right. So, top ten is done. Mm-hmm. Somehow. <laughs> that took forever. So, let's talk about new films coming out. Firstly, coming out on Thursday is Fast and Furious, colon, Hobbs and Shaw. A film I never thought we'd be seeing. No, me neither. Are you a fan of the Fast and Furious films? Nope. I 
freaking love them. Do you? And this is something, honestly, this is something that I had to keep so secret in film school. <laughs> and one day, uh, one day I accidentally said something and someone was like, do you like Fast and Furious? And I was like, yes. Yeah. So like, I love Fast and Furious. And then I had like a friend. But I honestly love them. They're my trash. I love them so much. I don't know why. I don't know where it comes from. They're all awful. They're not great for women. They're not great for the, the storylines. But wow, I just, I'm hooked. Yeah. I'm absolutely hooked. However, with this one, I don't think I can handle it. I think my level of, you know, lunacy has reached its target with Fast and Furious now. Well, so where have we reached in like the Fast and Furious universe? Like, where's this one going to take off? Because I've not, I feel this like I've not like, seen any... Yes, yeah, so this is like a tailgate, but there's there's some there's some beef in the Fast and Furious world. Let me tell you this. Okay. So basically, this is Hobson Shaw, the characters of Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Jason Statham. However, Tyrese, who is from the Fast and Furious franchise, was not happy about this because this meant that they were delaying Fast and Furious nine or ten. Kara, she has just ran off with a bag of treats. <laughs> There's a drawer in my coffee table, and honestly, it's just it just holds contraband now. <laughs> and by contraband, I mean the sky remote. Yeah. And, uh, my glasses, and uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, in heaven. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, so, hello, little girl. So Tyrese was not happy because this was going to delay the next one. So this is about. Um, they have to form an unlikely alliance when a cyber genetically enhanced villain <laughs> what? Threatens, threatens the future of humanity. <laughs> and guess what this villain's called? He's played by Idris Elba. Stop. Brixton. Of course. <laughs> of course he is named Brixton. I just imagine if they called him like Southwark. <laughs> South Kensington. Yeah. Clapham. Hampstead. I just down I thought you it's were just, I thought you meant down was a name and I went <laughs> <laughs> oh no sorry I was like oh okay where's your chew where's your chew oh I hear your chew that's why what's this don't you want to chew this yeah that looks nice why don't we chew this and then not cause any mischief for five minutes how about that okay I'm gonna pretend you heard me um yeah, so it's it's kind of weird this Fast and Furious part thing, but Vanessa Kirby's in this, who mm-hmm. obviously played the Bay um, Princess Margaret yeah. in The Crown. Um, Helen Mirren is back, and Isa Gonzalez, who was the girl from Baby, Baby Driver. Baby Driver, yeah, she's cool. Yeah, she is cool. So it's um it's a cool little cast. Um, I'm not too sure if I'm going to see it, so I'll probably wait till it's on Sky Movies. But it's just, it's absolutely bonkers. These films used to be about fixing cars and going to races, and now it's about, like, saving the general world. Like, talk <laughs> From about a guy growth. named Brixton. <laughs> With a guy named Brixton. Like, come on. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> also out this week is the Angry Birds 2 movie. Um, I never saw the first one, and I've never played the game. No, me neither. I know very I little about it. Oh, actually, no, I have played the Angry Birds game. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, okay. a little bit. You just have to like throw birds at structures and then hope that they fall down. 
sounds thrilling. Mm. The cast is crazy. Pete Davidson, Nicki Minaj, Josh Gad, Rachel Bloom, Sterling K. Brown, Jason Sudeikis, Maya Rudolph, Tiffany Haddish, Bigger Dinklage, Bill Hader, Aquafina. Like, it's a massive cast. That's huge, yeah. But it's huge, but I will not be watching it. And last but not least is a film called Transit. This is a man attempting to escape Nazi-occupied France, falls in love with the wife of a dead author whose identity he has assumed. Kind of a Don Draper-esque story. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, sounds interesting. I'm just trying to find out the... I think it's a French... Yes, it's a... It's French, it's a France-slash-Germany reduction, so it's probably a mixture of both of those. No, 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 Carla, Carla, Carla. Right, I've just got to take her out to the toilet again. Good girl. Well done. Well done. Right, I think I'm going to have to do the end of this film thing and then we'll have to just pause and um, do <laughs> another recording another time. Sure. Yes, so welcome to part two of the podcast. This is the part that is recorded now that my demon child has fallen asleep. And we can actually talk about films and... I'm glad to be here. Normal podcast stuff again. So, yeah, where are we up to? So, yes, this week's topic is... Well, it's not really a topic. It's frenzy finales, because obviously mm-hmm. we had the finale of Big Little Lies recently and mm-hmm. Stranger Things Season 3 came out, which is a weird event. I don't know about you, but when a Netflix show comes out that's off that high, I don't know, popularity, like Stranger Things, Orange is the yeah. New Black what others are there where like you people there are people that sit up all night and watch it all and I wish I was one of those people I wish I didn't have a job or like any responsibility to be able to do that but it's hard isn't it because like there's people that live tweet which is fair enough Mm -hmm. but then you think how how much can we like police that almost so you don't ruin it for everyone else yeah yeah I I can't binge watch tv mostly because it's not even that I get tired. It's just I feel like when I binge watch things, I get because I get way like I get, get so emotionally involved in the things that I watch. Yes. Yes. I just need to take a break. Like there's like what I always think about when they see us. There's no way that I would have been able to binge watch when oh, they see no. us. Like some people did. Like some people yeah. finished it. And I was like, how? How? No, I think Can't I took like it. a two week period where I watched when this is. I mean, you know this because on the podcast, I was yeah. like, I still finished it. I still finished it. Um, but like Queer Eye, for example, mm. I don't like binging it because i miss it so much i like yeah. spacing i like honestly i think the new season i've watched three episodes mm. and it's just because like i i i don't know maybe it's like a it it helps my i don't know help anxiety or something but i just like to have a new episode of it to watch which i yeah. think when you binge watch something like like gilmore girls for example mm. when i was binge watching that it was great because i thought this is great this is like seven years long this is gonna carry on forever obviously it didn't and when mm. I got to the end of it, I was very sad. Mm. Yeah. Bit, bit like The Good Wife as well. I felt that way about Shit's Creek. Yes. I re- yeah. And you know what's I funny? I really feel that way about when, it, when I got to the end of Shit's Creek, the first time I watched it, because I've watched the whole thing twice, yeah. and there was no episode next, I cried. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, had, I, I, I get I, that, though, because yeah. we go through them so fast. You get, like, a, and I think as well, you get into, like, a routine of it, too. And, yeah, I just, I don't like it. And I get that it used to be the thing for Netflix. And that's why people love Netflix, that you could binge watch it. But now, yeah. I don't enjoy it. Like, Orange is the New Black, it's the last season. 
Mm. And I've got like spoiler anxiety because obviously okay. people use Twitter to, you know, talk about things. Like mm. with strange things, which we will talk about more. But I remember I saw a tweet from someone like the next day it came out saying like, when are we okay to talk about stranger things? Spoilers. I was like, seriously, Give girl? me some time. Yeah. It's been 24 hours. Like, oh, it's madness. No, I can't. I can't binge if I tried. No. But, um, yeah, so we'll start with Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, so the finale. Season two, which was a season we didn't think was going to happen. A season yeah. that went off the books, which obviously we've seen in Game of Thrones isn't always great. As a whole, what were your thoughts on season two of Big Little Lies? As a whole, underwhelming. I feel like they could have done so much more. I just... Yeah, I didn't hate it. I watched it. I enjoyed it. But I was I was underwhelmed. And I didn't love it as much as I did season one. We've talked about whelm, like overwhelm and underwhelm oh, yeah. a lot today, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Were you just whelmed? How did you feel about it? I... I felt like I went on a bit of a roller coaster, so I really loved it at the start. Yeah. And I cried at a lot of episodes. Like we spoke about this before, like the emotional storylines. Mm. And then at the end it was kind of just like, What the hell has happened here? And I saw you know that yeah. meme of that horse where like the first bit's <laughs> drawn really well and yeah. the end of it is awful. And like it started like Celeste's part was amazing, Madeline's part was great. Bonnie, no, not Bonnie, Renata's part was great. But then Bonnie and Jane, this season, Jane had no storyline. No. It was dreadful. And there was so much they could have done with that. You know, her abuser is killed. She's become open with the fact that she's talking about this. Her son is aware of this. She's got a, another, like, half family or whatever you want to call it. And they mm. did nothing. They just had some freaking guy, Cody Corey Callum, who... The only time we thought it was going to be interesting was when we thought it was an undercover cop. Yeah. And then it was like, huh, lol, joke. No, that wasn't me. No. All cleared up. Um, so, yeah, I didn't really like that story at all. Bonnie, they lost their way. Oh, for sure. And the amount of dream sequences, it was so off-putting. It was getting really... And some of them were repeated as well. Like, that's lazy editing. And, obviously, we've got to touch base on the whole Andrea Arnold situation yeah. which we've yeah. not discussed in the podcast yet so obviously it's come to light that um, there was some re-editing going on um, and some manipulation of direction in post-production by the original director and the creator of the show obviously behind Andrea Arnold's back I've seen this happen so many times um, mm. in the industry in film school like I would work on a project then I'd come in and somehow my you know male co- teammates had re-edited things without telling me even though I was a director mm. you know it's but it should be happening at this scale I mean it should be happening anyway but it should be happening at this scale yeah yeah it but definitely I, explains why we kept seeing that shot of Perry being thrown down the stairs like yeah every I've, five you seconds. can see and the thing is like, yeah. a lot of people I don't know about you but do you see that kind of outrage on Twitter when things first come oh out? yeah and yeah. a lot of people are like well I'm never watching the show again I'm not watching the show this show's crap like no the show is good okay you can't throw away the show because of that it's unfortunate and people you know people people have it in their minds there's this whole like forgiveness culture thing have you heard about that yeah not cancel culture forgiveness, not cancel, culture. forgiveness culture thing and i think like obviously i've not touched base on this a lot on the podcast mm. aziz and zari obviously mm. had the whole thing recently and some of the tweets it was people like well you shouldn't watch it 
and things like that. I don't know. I'm getting off track here a little bit. But mm. there was just there was just some self-righteous people like, oh, this is why I will no longer be watching Big Little Lies. Well, there's one episode left. So fucking hell, good for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now I feel, yeah, makes sense. But yeah, so overall, it was a roller coaster for me because I thought it was good, mm. then I thought it was bad, I thought it was disappointing. I thought Renata's storyline was incredible. If the show was called Renata and it was just her storyline, I would have loved that show or yeah. that film. If that film yeah. was just about her, Madeline's storyline was very gr- great, but she become a little bit annoying. Because, I thought so too. Yeah, there wasn't much else going on, and I felt like we spoke. We spoke about cheating on the show before sometimes people just really expect forgiveness to just be thrown upon them like that because they've asked for it. Yeah. And yeah. I thought it was, a, it was a good lesson. And I love the little wedding they had on the beach and things like that. But there was times where I did feel quite irritated by it. Um, See, so- I don't know if I believed their little... I mean, I believe it because it happened, but I didn't quite understand the logic of Ed wanting to have this vow renewal I just felt like it was really rushed and I think it felt a lot like they knew it was the end <clears throat> yeah so they were trying to like rush it up a little that's, bit that's exactly how a lot of the end yeah ending felt to be it honest. felt that way I mean like Jane and Corey got back together really quickly Bonnie's yeah. mum died do we even know she killed her mum I don't think she did I don't think I she don't did. think she did that was another story about forgiveness I think forgiveness mm. was a big theme in season two Mm, I agree. But I mean, the yeah. main the main storyline and the main driving force of this season was, of course, Celeste versus Mary Louise. Yep. And the oh, court case that. was good. It was good. And I liked how she turned the table on the head and there was a whole, like, Mary Louise had another son and he was killed. Yeah. And that probably invoked some kind of darkness into Perry through abuse that she probably gave to him. So I liked that element of it. But it's a really cool kind of like courtroom power play. Oh, she was bossing it. I oh, know it was amazing. But then again, the end of that as well just seemed like it was just swept under the rug as well. Like, okay, yeah. court cleared. It, she's they're staying with Celeste. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they just. I was just. I feel like there was just the way that they tied up these endings that they weren't resolute enough. I didn't believe them enough, which was a shame because it's big little lies, and you want it to be. I don't explosive. Know there we go explosive yeah Thrilling. didn't feel it i wanted renata to kill her husband oh for sure <laughs> whack him with the bat with the train set oh my god the way she smashed up the train yeah set. <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> it's amazing it was incredible um but yeah so the finale for me was quite disappointing um i mm. don't how do you feel about there possibly being a season three i don't know if i need it I I'm if I mean if it came on TV and if they commissioned one whatever I would definitely watch it but I don't need it like I, I'm okay without it. It's funny because like earlier in the season I think I wrote a tweet and it was like oh my god I love Big Little Lies let it have eight seasons and then that was when it was like at the peak and the higher in the middle. Yeah. And yeah. now I'm kind of like the same like I'm just like oh do you know what, what else can they really do like mm. what are we going to do have a whole season of Jane and Cody Corey. Callum dating and yeah. Celeste, I, I don't know. There's like you said, I just feel like it is literally like that meme of the horse. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that's why it's so frustrating because it starts off really, yeah. really well, and then it's like, what is going on? Why is there no mm. development? Or it's just weird. Like yeah, when Bonnie left Nathan. That was yeah. 
random. Random. Well, random it? enough that she mentioned it, but it was just all rushed. And again, I just didn't feel. I I wasn't convinced. I think that's just what it was. I wasn't convinced. No, that's very true. I think not being uh, unconvincing is a very good word, actually. Yeah. So yeah, it was a. It was a. Dis- it, yeah, we've had some disappointing season finales this year, haven't we? Yup. That's up there. Um. So yes, yeah, speaking of lies is over. What are we going to do on the podcast? Because that's all we've spoken about for the past six weeks. <laughs> I know. I guess we've still got the Handmaid's Tale. It's a staple. Yeah, Handmaid's Tale. Now, are you up to date with the Handmaid's Tale? I am... Um, oh, yes. I, I'm up to date with what's coming on, like, UK TV. Oh, me too. Yeah. Okay. I've, cool, I've, cool. I have no time to be No streaming. idea where they are. Yeah. Um, how have you felt this season's been? This is I... so exciting because I've not been able to talk to you about this before. Yeah. So I take ages to catch up. I'm sorry. So I've enjoyed it. I have enjoyed it. But... There are things that I'm still not... Like, what happened to Nick? Is he going to come back? Is he just gone? Is he bad? Is he... Like, again, I've got questions that I'm sure they'll tie up. Um, I did feel like the very beginning of this season dragged a little bit for me. I did feel like there were... Yeah, I did feel some of it was a little slow. Like, they were trying too hard to be cinematic at times. I... Um, I, I, With the cinematic things, I've seen the overhead of The Handmaid's shot so many times now yeah at first it was great the color is fantastic the white against the red against the green whatever but now i'm just like for fuck's sake come on there's more shots to do yeah um and you know like the whole like june in the middle like a mid center mid oh god yes um so i agree with that but what else what else do you think was dull i think like i think my biggest criticism so far is how they've dealt dealt with off matthew of matthew of matthew yeah of Matthew I just I feel like I mean obviously she probably shouldn't have said what she said about those people that were hanged you know the one who was who was trying to help June find her daughter but I just I just feel like there's something very evident about the fact that there doesn't seem to be any women of color on the writing in the writer's room like there's just there's something about it's just something quite unsettling about it and I haven't quite figured out what it yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Where's your head on that? I mean, the fact that... I mean, you touched on that about women of colour. The fact that they've taken every single woman that is able to have a child in America and mm. only three of them are brown and black is, mm. well, completely unrealistic, first of all. Mm. Um, yeah, there's a lot of lack of variety in that presence. Um, obviously, the lead characters, they're all white. Um, Janine, too, things like that. It's Emily... You know, I mean, the fact is they, they they had a lot of freedom with this show. I mean, if you read mm. the book, there is no Emily. I think she's called... She's off something. I forgot what it is. Um, and, you know, Moira's never described as black or white. So they kind of took that. But then Moira's not really a centrepiece of the show most of the time. So I completely agree with that. In regards to off Matthew's storyline, mm. I think that it started off really well. And I love the little digs that June would give her, like, yeah. the time when she was like she got hit by a bus maybe her walking partner got fed up of her and yeah. now it's got to the point where i'm kind of like well, what are you going to get out of the situation like the, yeah. the scene in the supermarket where off matthew met her end june's smirk and things like this yeah i didn't like it it's quite it's getting to the point now where i mean she's like head bitch in charge of the handmaids yeah but it's like what is the end goal and i don't know about you but i'm so sick of the nicole storyline oh for sure it's, it's annoying so dull Honestly, mm. so I mean, this like you said, where is Nick gone? I wanted to see more of like a face off between him and mm. June, 
Um, and I want to see more of, like, I want to, with, with The Handmaid's Tale, what I don't understand is we're not seeing more of the rebellion in other countries yeah. or, like, what is happening in Canada. Like, what is, I like those scenes where we're in Canada, like Emily meeting her family and things like that. It's yeah. a good, it's a good um, transition, but I do feel like it is getting to be one of those shows where it's, it's trying to be cinematic in the sense that there's hardly any dialogue, there's a lot of sound design, and it, there's nothing really happening. No. And it's trying to be subtle, and it's trying to be like, you know, but even Sopranos and Mad Men, I always mention these two shows because I think they are two of the best television shows in the world. You can keep Breaking mm. Bad. Um, because it worked for them. You know, yeah. scenes where Don is looking you know, pensively into the future, you can read everything that's going on in his face. You know, scenes where yeah. Tony's sitting in a chair, you could read everything that's going on in his face. But I don't get that from The Handmaid's Tale sometimes because you can't tell whether June is happy, sad. You know, it, there's a lot mm. going on there. So yeah. I, d- I, I do feel substance. like I've enjoyed this season. I love The Handmaid's Tale. Good. I think it's amazing. But there's, it's getting to the point where I'm thinking, do you know what you're doing anymore? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I hope they do. It's been renewed, so... Yeah, I saw that. So I, I hope they know that. what they're doing. But yeah, I just think there needs to be a, another driving force in the show. Because at the moment, yeah. the only thing you've got is Aunt Lydia having the ump. Um, <laughs> and, where's Nicole? I want Nicole. No, you can't have Nicole. Nicole, 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 Nicole. Um, I've only just realised, did she call Nicole because of Nick? I think so. Nicole. What a dig. What a dig at Fred. That is a dig. But obviously, she refers to her as Holly, doesn't she? Yeah, after her mum. That's it, that's it, yeah. Holly Hannah. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Why? Yeah. Anyway, moving Mm. on to another show we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Stranger Things. Or I was going to do... do, 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 do. No, that's that's Glee. (laughs) It was Glee! That's why I was like... I think oh god I think the puppy just woke up. Um, what is the Stranger Things theme tune? Do do do. I keep going to Glee. It's you know what now that it, it's quite similar I now think that you just uncovered that Glee and Stranger Things is the same. <laughs> now that you've yeah now that you've done it, yeah no they're the same thing. It's like yeah that's it it's like. Super electronic. I just click skip intro because no one's got time for that shit. (laughs) (laughs) What did you think of Stranger Things season three? I thought it was better than... I liked it better than season two, but it's still not as good as season one. Mm -hmm. Um, I really liked that they leaned into the 80s as hard as they did. They did. I really enjoyed it. They really really committed. I really liked that. All down to... Even I felt like it was brighter too. Like the colours were brighter. The cinematography, the colours were brighter. Film Twitter's going to come for me. Don't be silly. Um, Colouring's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> colouring's a thing. Don't let them come after you. But they're going to come for me. But, um, yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I like that we got characters fleshed out a little bit. I mean, the character I want fleshed out is Will Byers, and I feel like we're getting less and less Will Byers as the what time goes on. Like, really annoying. He was the centre yeah. of the show, and now we... He like, was the show. They t- and what made me laugh is they touched on this element that people are reading into as maybe um, Mike acknowledging that maybe Will is a homosexual. Why mm-hmm. did I say homosexual? That was so weird. That did not feel <laughs> natural coming out of my mouth. <laughs> what is that? That's from reading a weird book. Okay. As a gay boy, yeah, 
Um, what was this? Did I miss this? Did you not get that? No. Because what was I doing? This was when... Um, this is when Will is getting frustrated at um, the boys not wanting to play anymore because obviously oh, yeah. they're the girlfriends. And Mike says to him, just because you don't like girls. And Will's oh. face freezes. It's like a moment of fear. And that people are reading into it that maybe that is acknowledging that we do have a gay character. Interesting. But yeah, but obviously... Um, mm. We have two gay characters because the brilliant Maya Hawke entered the yes. season. And I think everyone kind of thought, okay, this is going to be Steve's love interest because they've written yeah. Nancy at the show, blah, 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 blah. Um, and she was just phenomenal. She was funny. She was cute. She was hilarious at times. She was great, like, with the whole... Yeah. The, the action, things like that. And mm. I thought that scene in the bathroom where she comes out to him was amazing she's so good i really so yeah she was such a good addition such a good addition and such a good thing as well and i actually i actually went oh when i realized that they weren't going to put the two together but then i thought yeah. well no, this is good because now we've got more of steve and we've got more of robin hopefully and yeah. you know there's more characters to come so it'd be interesting yeah, i hope um, so but i loved it and i think one of the things i liked about this season is that it was divided into three troops so you yeah. had kind of like um, Robin, Steve. Yes. I keep thinking the puppy's woken up, sorry. Um, no. This is the part where I forget everyone's name in Stranger Things. See, so we have okay. Robin, Steve, Cynthia? Um, the little yes. Sister. Cynthia. It is. No, no. Erica. Oh. Erica. You can't Erica. spell America. America without, without Erica. Erica. <laughs> yep. And Dustin. Yes. So that was a cool that was a cool group, so I liked them. That was probably my favourite actually. Yeah. I, liked them. I love that they gave Erica more to do. Me too. It's good. It's good. And I do you want know me? What you said about the eighties kind of culture. I love the mall. And I loved oh, everything yeah. kind of encompassed with it. Like yes. I said, do you watch the Goldbergs? Yes. Yeah, so the Goldbergs is this great show. It's uh, set in the eighties, it's a comedy, and there's they do these episodes sometimes at the mall and it's just hilarious. I absolutely so good. love it. It's all good. Um, so no, I loved it. I loved the cinema. I love like the fact they have like a DeLorean and things like that. It was cool. I love that it's called Starcourt. Yes. It's just right down to the name. It's so 80s. I love it. My second favourite teaming up was obviously, this is again, I'm worried now. I've got all the names wrong. Hopper. Right. Yep. Joyce. Mm-hmm. The guy that's in Fleabag. Uh, yes, Murray, 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 but Mur- Murray, his name's Murray. Okay, Murray. And I think the Russian, what was the Russian's name? Alexei. Alexei. That was my second favourite. Um, and my least favourite was actually like the, the kids. Main, the main kids. Yeah, yeah. Same. And I don't know what it is, whether it's the writing or whether it's the acting. One thing that put me off this season, and it, this is what put me off about 30 Reasons Why, the amount of swearing, and that's not me mm. being a prude, I'm not like Captain America over here, but I just mm-hmm. think it's just boring. It felt gratuitous. How do you, that's such a big word. There's me saying it felt boring, you're like, it felt, <laughs> it felt gratuitous, Carrie. It felt gratuitous. It felt quite gratuitous. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take you seriously now. <laughs> gratuitous. Um... Just remember I feel like that you're I said a thesaurus colouring. and I'm just like the basic one. No, just remember that I've said the colouring was great and you'll be fine. 
It's fine. It's fine. That reminds me of like what someone would say about like a film that they really didn't like by a friend. Yeah. What did you think? The colouring was great. <laughs> <laughs> I say colouring though. It's all fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You don't worry. You don't have to be one of the people like, the grade. The grade. The grade. Um, yeah, the kids. What was up with that? What do you think? Mm. What do you think happened? They were just annoying. They, they were annoying. annoying. And I didn't... Oh, it was really frustrating because I really enjoyed watching Eleven grow. Like, from the point... Well, what is Sadie Sink's name? Well, the, from the point where Max was like, there's more to life than stupid boys. Like, I really enjoyed this sort of... This growth, but they were just annoying me. They were very irritating. And I don't know about you, and I don't know if I've mentioned this before on the podcast, I found the makeout scenes really uncomfortable. Oh, fully, because they're children. <laughs> and how old are they? Because I do not know anyone who was allowed to make out with their boyfriend or girlfriend alone in their room with the door shut at 12 or 13. No. Not even till like 16. Yeah, no. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, that made me feel uncomfortable. What did sure. you think of Max this season? Because I still don't think they're giving her enough to do. And they do they're kind of they brought her in as a token girl, haven't they? Yeah, for sure. No, Probably. I don't. I don't think they're giving her enough to do, which really sucks. Because I think Sadie Sink is so cool. She's she's cool. she's just like she's what I wanted to be when I was like thirteen, fourteen. Really? Yeah, she's just like. Oh, I just think she's so cool. Um, I feel like I wanted to see more of her relationship, not just with the group, but with Billy. Yes. Um, that, yeah, that's really a missed wanted opportunity. To see that dynamic. Though. Yeah, such a missed opportunity. Even when he like, um, even when he died, I still felt like there was not enough there. And like, even when they were planning, she was like, "Are you gonna kill him?" And they were like, "Yeah." I thought, well, that's her brother. Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. No, I feel you. Billy Lowe in that first episode. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Even though he's slimy, slimy and horrible, obviously, after last season. Oh my god, he's so gorgeous. He is so Oh my lord. So fit. So fit. Karen Wheeler, she was all on that. What was going on? Again, another storyline that wasn't addressed ever again. Yeah, no. And it just felt really random. Like it did. Like you had the moment in season two where like he come to the door, but then like it was just rushed, and it was obviously rushed to kind of get to the point where Billy, yeah, was possessed or whatever kind of thing he was. Um, yeah, weird. Mm. How did you feel about the whole Billy thing? The way they handled it, the sort of outcome that that whole thing. I think after season two, they probably thought we have no idea what to do with this guy, so let's get do rid you of think? him in a entertaining way. Mm. Um, I don't think. I don't know, they'd, they'd kind of done the villain-turned-hero with Steve, so I don't think yeah. they could have done it again without it being a bit... a done. Gratuitous. Yeah. <laughs> Gratuitous. <laughs> Gratuitous. So, um, i tell you who I did find incredibly boring, terribly mm. written, and actually mm. not that great acted. That's not mm. very good English. Nancy. I thought the same! It felt, she felt like really she flat. Was, it felt just like there was no energy. It felt no. and, and she had a great storyline, like the whole frustration with the newspaper and yeah. you know, like treatment of women in workplaces and wanting to go out there and do her own thing. And then she it just stopped and she yeah. was just no longer a main part of it. And no. it's again I've forgotten his name. Jonathan. Jonathan. Again, nothing for Jonathan to do in this season. 
No. There was nothing for Jonathan. They had a bit of that moment with the woman with the rats. Yes. But after that, there was nothing for them to do. And I generally... And I... Th- Go on. I feel like they must have got the scripts and just... Because they're dating in real life, aren't they? And just mm. thought, huh, we're getting paid for this. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought the, the whole thing with the rats would be, like, their... Would be their thing and that that would follow... Like, carry into something. But it really didn't. It just fizzled out. As soon as they and joined the kids really in that little group, yeah. all you saw from them was just reaction shots. Yeah. I generally don't think it was anything further than that. No. So... Yeah, it was... How would you recap it as a whole? Whelming? I generally don't think I enjoyed it until the last episode. Interesting. That was... I felt like I was putting up with it to get to the Mm. end. And then when the end happened, I was like, okay, that was entertaining. Because it was like an hour and a half, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was longer. It felt better. Yeah, I thought that was entertaining, but there's a lot in the middle that was not needed. What did you think of Hopper and Joyce, their relationship, I, friendship this season? I liked it. I thought that it was sad. Like, the thing that what really made me sad about the thing that his thing at the end was that we didn't really get to see that explored, um, I feel like, in a way that I would have liked. But it was also inevitable. Like, it didn't surprise me. I wasn't, like, shocked by it. I always felt like it was something that we're going to they were going to visit. I did like that they let her mourn... Oh, what's his name? Scott. Shh, there we go. I did like that they let her mourn him and that we just didn't forget that he was a person. I did too. I thought Ramona Ryder was fantastic this season. Mm. I thought she really held the show together. She was more lively. Obviously, season one, she was playing like a wreck. And yeah. I think that a lot of people watched the show and thought, oh, she's, you know, playing like a version of herself or something like that. But in this season, it was like old school Winona Ryder from the yeah. 80s, the funny, comical Winona Ryder. And it was really great. And the moments where she was mourning Scott, like it's when she's on the sofa watching television, mm. isn't it? It was, it was heartbreaking. And, but she did it in such like a light way that yeah. it didn't make the show seem so dark. Yeah. Um, I do, I love the kind of bickering she did with Hopper and I think it was better done this season. And I think so. I thought that Hopper was fantastic and I am absolutely gutted that he has died because I really do feel like he was... I was really worried that you hadn't seen the end. <laughs> no, 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 I had. I was going to say, I don't think he is dead. This is what my friend told me. What's your thoughts there? What's your thinking process into why he's not dead? I think so. I feel like, logistically, oh. given that... Oh, oh she's up. up. She's up. She's up. She's up. Carry on talking, because it will take all day. So what were you thinking? What was your thought process into Hopper not so, being dead? So, because you know there was that whole like post-credit thing where they were like, they mentioned the American and we didn't see Hopper's body. Yes. And I was like... David Harbour's way too important to the show. Surely they're not just going to... But then logistically, with him signing on to Black Widow, I feel like they've done it in a way where if they can't bring him back, they've covered their tracks. This is what I mean. I don't know whether, like, maybe Black Widow's been on the works for so long. He said, like, look, I I have this, like, big opportunity coming up or something, and I need time off. So maybe that's what it is. Um, But once it happened, I cried. I was... Oh, for sure. Scott takes Snapchats of me and sends them to all these friends. And I was crying in the kitchen making dinner because I was watching it on my iPad. And he was like, what are you doing? I was like, Hopper's just died. And Billy's died. And he was like, Karis, it's a fucking show. I was like, you don't understand. I'm invested. 
you don't understand. Oh no, I fully cried. I f- like even after it happened, I was like, he'll be back in the next scene. He'll be like in the woods with Eleven. Like I was convinced that he was <laughs> eating egos the- out of box. Yeah, it was fine. And then the credits rolled, and I was like, what? I thought the letter that they wrote, that they read, that Eleven read, yeah, was nice, but it did remind me of a Nicholas Sparks film. It did. Do you know what I mean? When it's kind of like wrapping yeah. up a storyline with that monologue <clears throat> yeah. kind of thing. I mean, I've done it myself. Literally, the end of Demi is someone writing a letter. So I'm totally dissing myself as well. But, um, yeah. What did you think about them moving away? Because obviously, if there is a season four, yeah. Yeah. then Mike... I don't know, someone might be breaking in. Who knows? We've got a podcast to record. Um, then Mike, Elle and Joyce are all living different and Jonathan what Jonathan's gone too yeah which is weird to me because I figured he might stay with Nancy mm. yeah so I think I feel like with season four there's either gonna be oh hey she's gonna sleep again oh I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna kidnap her I feel like there's either gonna be a time jump so the kid's gonna be much older and they somehow like I don't know, they meet up Well, at some this point. is the thing, because when you've got kid actors, I mean, yeah. we saw with Big Little Liars, between season one and two, I think, how much time passed? A couple of months, and they were, yeah. like, three years older. Oh, for um, sure. So that's a good theory, actually. Maybe they will time jump, because I think a lot time of them are, like, 16 in real life. I think so. Or maybe they'll do something over a summer. Like, maybe it'll be one of those things where we'll, like, something, like, a summer camp situation, or yeah. a kind of... Which would be cool, like... Do you but see it? I, I could actually see it lasting until, like, they're in high school. I mean, I don't know if they're in high school right now, but I could see it so we've got, like, 18-year-old Eleven and 18-year-old Mike. And honest to God, if they make me watch a sex scene between them two, I will write and cancel my Netflix subscription. I can't handle no. that. No, 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 no. That Jesus. I can't even picture it's, it. It's like in Mad Men with Sally Draper. It's, yeah. no, you're wrong. I some, oh. I watch I started watching the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and sometimes even when I see Kin and Shuck doing her thing I'm like dude I can't I can't take it seriously and like no. sometimes Scott will say something like oh she looks gorgeous in this picture and I'm like Ey. she's Ey. like nine <laughs> I can't stop yeah. it but she's a grown woman and yeah, like I'm just like oh stop it's yeah. all wrong fully what oh, do you geez. think how do you think they're gonna handle it I think I could now you've mentioned the time jump I think that's probably gonna be a efficient way of doing mm. it and then we'll probably have a boring ass storyline of Mike and Eleven I, I just don't like Mike and Eleven I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> they just um, I, I feel like it's, I think it's not... the actors that do my head in this way it's kind of ah, bleeding into the the story perhaps yeah maybe I think it was just the way they handle the fact that the first time we see them this season is that they're just making out. And oh, I'm like, don't, because it's actually making my skin crawl. I don't know what's wrong with me because... Oh, so, yeah. It. it was weird. I can't do it. It's just... No. And I'm not one of them people that's like... It's like when um, there was the Aya sex scene and yeah. people freaked out. But it's when you... It's like... It's when you've known someone since they were younger. It's like mm. finding out your friend's little brother's had sex. You're like, what? Yeah. No. He's like, no. Kind of thing. So... Oh God, I'm shaking at the thought of it. Oh dear. Um, but obviously that's over now. Now, do you watch Orange Is the New Black? I stopped after um, oh Samira Wiley's character. Oh, so season five. Yeah, I stopped. Everyone I've spoke to has stopped watching it. Like, there's there's like no one. I think there's Eloise and maybe Lauren who still watch it. 
yeah. I'm the only one who's like stuck with the show. What um, do you think? Have you started the new season? Yeah, so I'm like, I started binge watching it on Friday because uh-huh. I thought once I have the puppy, I'll have no time, and I was right. Yeah. Um, and then I'm watching little episodes. Little episodes. They're all they're all now along when Kara yeah. is sleeping. Um, it's going well, and I can okay. see how they're slowly tying loose ends up. Okay. But there's there's still a lot of um. There's still a lot. I don't know. I'm on episode seven. No, I'm on episode ten. Oh, Am dude. I? Yes, I'm on episode ten, so I've got three. I've got four left. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Um, there's a big focus on ice this season, and oh, some people have nice. said that it's a shame that the Latinas are only at the front of the show when it's about ice, um, ah. which is true. I disagree though because they have been at the front of the show in previous seasons. Okay. Um, but it's 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 interesting to see the whole story about immigration. I mean, a lot of people probably don't know what's happening at the border and things like that. So it's yeah. interesting to see it from this perspective. There's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of talk about um, post prison life with Piper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw. I don't know. You must have seen it when Tasty was released, and she ended up back in prison because it just yeah, wasn't. Yeah. And that happens yeah. a lot to women. Um, but yeah, it's good to see about post prison life, and you realise that technically they're not free. Like she can't go out past like a curfew. She can't work where they serve alcohol. She can't be around children. She can't do this. She can't do that. So it's interesting to see her in that perspective. But I am thinking there's a lot to wrap up in the four and a half okay. hours I've got left. Um, and it's a shame. It's another show that unfortunately went downhill because they kind of did a massive shock storyline that I think was too much. Yeah. I'm talking about Perse's murder. Yeah. I think that yeah, yeah. was too much. And I think the way they wrapped it up was not good enough. And I think it was almost... I don't know, it's hard because you want to see those storylines fictionalised so that more people get, have access to them and are able to educate themselves about what's happening. But at the same time, it's almost like you shouldn't even... I don't know, help me out here. Like, trivialise it, maybe? Yeah, so was it... Because I didn't watch the aftermath of her death. I just saw... Which I think was the season finale... So is it that there was like a lack of sensitivity? Did they move on from it really fast? Was it just sort of, is that what it was? Yeah, I mean, the aftermath is like, basically they focus more on the riot and less on the death. Right. Um, and I think it, obviously that's focused on the reality of the situation that many people yeah. are murdered, particularly black women in that way. Yeah. They do not really give a shit about it. Um, mm. But I don't know. I think they're still not justice served. I know yeah. I'm aware I'm talking about a show. Um but yeah, I mean, I'm sticking with it just because it meant a lot to me at one point. I think for me, like, to see lesbians and bisexuals and transgender as well, like, that's the first show I've ever watched mm. that's had a transgender actor in it. Mm. And I've been like, wow, this is... And the story, you know, the stories were fantastic. Yeah, um, for sure. I think it just maybe got too big for its boots and maybe thought mm. it was in, in Invincible, which yeah. I think some shows do, <laughs> Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> and they just did some weird, odd things. So, yeah, we'll see what Wait. happens. But one of the biggest things that annoys me with Orange is the New Black, that characters just gone missing and you never oh, see really? them again. I have not seen Big Boo in two seasons. 
What? And, and there's we... no ex- there's no explanation. No, she was sent to another prison, but we've not seen her since. Because basically, in season six, they divided they the prisoners to do different mm. prisons. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a big chunk that you've not seen. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would advise catching up. I think it's good okay. to finish the show off. But I know it's a it's a he- heavy watch because it's yeah. like fifteen hours, so it's a lot yeah. of time. Um, but once I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> How do you feel about it? Do you feel like you're? Are you gonna miss it? I feel, are you gonna... Yeah, I feel a little bit sad. I feel like for me, I don't know about you, but sometimes when t- series comes out, it's like an event. Like I always oh, remember yeah. Orange Is the New Black coming out in the summer. Yeah. And I remember the the um, my first date with Scott was on the weekend that Orange is the New Black came out. Oh, and wow. I remember saying to him, like, I hope you realise, like, how much I'm giving up for you because I could be watching Orange is the New Black. Yeah. And so just little things, it just reminds me, I remember watching it with friends before and it was the reason I got Netflix. Oh, Scott is home. It's about to go crazy in this house. Um. So, yeah, I, I will miss it. Um. And I'm not sure what to watch next. What are you currently binge-watching on Netflix? On Netflix. Or in general, other streaming platforms are available. Hmm. So I feel like I. Do you know what? I'm just rewatching Ugly Betty. Is what I'm doing. Queer Eye. This it's on Amazon Prime, isn't it? Right, and but they've started to publicise that it's on Amazon Prime. So I'm hoping in my soul that they want to bring it back. Because someone said they put like a thing up saying Betty is back, and it was yes. really, really misleading. Um, yes. But yeah, she's not back. It's odd. I want it back so much. Um, I like binge watching old shows. I loved Ugly Betty. It's the best. Did you? Because I think when I started watching Jane the Virgin, it gave me a lot mm. of Ugly Betty feelings. Did you stick with Jane yeah. the Virgin? No, I stopped after Michael died. Even though I know he came back. Yeah, but it was not good that they no. brought him back. I am my. I have one other friend that watches it. Bless her. Yeah. And every week, Heather says to me, "Oh, who's outside? Oh, it's Scott. Sorry." Every week she says to me, have you watched Jane the Virgin? And I'm like, no. And now I am nine episodes behind. <laughs> so, <laughs> and the finale is next week and I don't see myself catching up anytime soon. Um, but that was a good binge watch, Jane the Virgin, but then it just went downhill. So yeah. um, that's good. Anything else you watching? No, but I feel like I need a new show. I was going to ask you, have you watched on Netflix Dead to Me? Yes. Because I think I'm, that's going to be my next new thing. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I watched that really fast, actually. For someone who doesn't binge watch, I must have been done with that show in, like, two weeks. Cool. I might give that yeah. a watch. And then what else did I, was I thinking about watching? I've seen a lot of love for Glee lately. Cause I actually, oh, yeah? Because <laughs> I binge-watched season three when I had the flu. Um, yeah. So I'm like, I should probably finish it off. Do just it. Just to kind of get closure kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah I'm not sure. But no, but I mean, next year there may be another show for people to binge watch, right? Yes. So we have started, well, yeah, we're going to start work writing this week on the web series. It's very exciting. You're a writer. I'm a writer. We've we're got writing. seven other writers. Mm. It is scary, but very exciting. So it's going to be weird to like have our own show. Yeah, but I'm so excited. I'm thinking about. It. I'm just like, and you know what's really good for me is that I'm creating it with like really special people as well, and I'm so excited because it's going to be like our thing. So yes, yeah, I'm really excited for that actually. Oh, this made me all happy. Hit of endorphins, or probably just a sleep deprivation. 
Okay, well, thank you so much for your patience this week. No, it's been so fun. <laughs> I've never recorded a podcast in two parts before because my child has been crazy. <laughs> I can't wait no, to tell Scott what she's been up to. Um, <laughs> yes, if you like the podcast, rate, like, and subscribe. And I will be back next week in the heart talking about... Oh, I don't know, I haven't decided. Why do I no. always do that? And I've never planned ahead. It's a surprise. Me? It's a surprise. It's, it's, it's a You're surprise. You're going to be so whelmed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>